Welcome to And With Your Spirit, a homily podcast that takes preaching out of the sanctuary and moves it into your daily life. Let us make ourselves open to the voice of Christ and the movement of the Holy Spirit, that we might be transformed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. Good evening, everyone. A special welcome back to all of our college students who are returning from their campuses. A special congratulations to all of our graduates at every level who have finished their degrees. And a special uh, enjoy summer to all those who are just off school. All right, that's, I know that's an exciting thing too. Today we celebrate the feast day of St. Damien of Molokai, who is a more recent saint in the Catholic Church, just canonized in 2009 by Pope Benedict XVI. We celebrate his feast day for the witness he gave a um, hundred years ago to the people who are struggling most on a remote island in the Pacific. On a very cold winter morning, January 3rd, 1840, the seventh child of Mr. and Mrs. de Wooster was born in a rural village in Belgium. As number seven in this large farming family, you can guess, yes, they were Catholic. He was named Joseph, and soon after being, uh, after being born, he was brought up in the Catholic faith along with his older six siblings. Growing up, Joseph attended school like many of his peers until the age of 13, when his older brother and two older sisters had all gone off to take vows in religious orders his brother with the Congregation of the Sacred Hearts of Jesus and Mary, and his sisters with a different order, and they were off, away from the family, leaving mom and dad with only half the kids to take care of the same large farm. Removed from school, Joseph went home and saw that his future would be one day taking over after dad. Joseph, though, began to develop a prayer life himself, in fact, he would often pray to uh, St. Saint, uh, Saint Ignatius, asking his intercession to be sent off as a missionary, just as Ignatius was cent- uh, centuries before, four centuries before. And one day, when he was finally old enough, his parents permitted it, and he was able to join the congregation of the Sacred Hearts of Jesus and Mary, just like his older brother. And his dream came true. When he joined, he took the name Brother Damien after St. Damien, who was a 6th century martyr. And for a boy who is the youngest in his family, pretty okay life in Belgium, to take a martyr's name was quite uh, foreboding with what this kid wanted to one day do. After being in the religious order for just a little while, his older brother was ordered on mission from Europe to Hawaii, where they were just beginning to educate the natives And shortly after being summoned forth to go off to be a missionary, that older brother fell ill. So ill that they didn't think he could make the journey from Europe to Hawaii by sea. And so Joseph, now brother Damien, volunteered to take his brother's place. The religious superiors debated amongst themselves whether or not they should permit this 24-year-old boy to go off halfway around the world to try to evangelize the people of Hawaii. And so Joseph, Brother Damien, had to prove it. For two months, he asked his older brother, who was also sick through the whole time, to teach him Latin and teach him how to say the Mass, because he wasn't yet a priest. 
And sure enough, after two full months of intense work, he was ready, and the superiors agreed. He set sail, and in March of 1864, he landed on the big island of Hawaii, and after two months of being there, the the bishop decided Brother Damien was worthy to become a priest and ordained him. He ordained him with no family present, no friends, just the people he had met two months before on this far-flung island in the middle of the Pacific. He was immediately assigned to the ordinary daily work of diocesan priesthood, or diocesan kind of secular life, uh, on the islands. And for nine years, he was an ordinary, average priest. He heard confessions and visited the sick and educated those who were under, under his care. All the while he was doing his ordinary work as a missionary in Hawaii, he heard about this new leper colony which had just begun two years after his own arrival. And when it came time for the bishop and superiors of the island to say that, that's, that some care was needed for those people, uh, Brother Father Damien and two other religious order priests volunteered to be the first ones to go and help minister. Somehow, Father Damien got the first stint, and so he was sent there to the island for a couple of years, after which he would return to the main island, and another priest would go in his place. When Father Damien arrived at the leper colony, he found it in a state of total disarray. Anarchy ruled. Women were giving themselves away in prostitution. Um, Children were being kind of forced into labor, Uh, Many of the men on the island, and even the women too, were alcoholics um, because they had nothing else to do. Um, There were no schools. There were really no houses. Because they were suffering so bad bodily, they knew their time was short and hope was also in short supply. Father Damien said, this is not the way to live. And so he began immediately to organize the people as their new shepherd and leader and had them begin building towns and schools and houses, and a little post office, and eventually he rounded them up and got one boy to be interested in becoming a server, and they built a church, St. Philomena. That church, after 150 years, is still standing on the edge of that island uh, in Hawaii. Father Damien was dauntless against the disease of leprosy. At the time, they thought leprosy was super contagious, like anyone who was even looking in the direction of someone who had leprosy would likely contract it. Now we know that's not the case. Only, I think, 5% of the human population is actually even susceptible to leprosy. He didn't know that, and he didn't care. He embraced the lepers with his own hands. He taught them the faith, and every time a supply ship came to port, he would go out on a rowboat, yell up to see if there was a priest on that supply ship today, and then say, "'Will you hear my confession?' The priests, including one time the bishop who was on the ship, would yell back down and say, but you can't come on the ship in case you're contagious and we're not coming down to you because we don't want to take it back to the big island. And the priest, Father Damien, would say, then hear it in front of everybody. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen, and just went for it. Apparently, he also confessed some things that were pretty embarrassing to the point where the bishop actually stopped in mid-confession and said, you can't say this in front of everybody else, you know? Anyways, he lived his life as faithfully as he could, as a missionary, as a priest. And after 12 years of being with a leper colony, 
One day he accidentally stepped into a boiling pot of water that was being used for cooking or something. And when he stepped into the boiling pot of water, he realized that it didn't hurt. In that moment, he realized that he had contracted the disease of leprosy, which sometimes manifests itself in killing nerve endings, or at least in the initial stages. And he realized he was now infected, like the people he was with. They prevailed upon him to come back to the big island to try to get treatment or to see doctors, and he kept saying, no, my home is here. I will remain as long as I am alive. And the people of the island, who were once being cared for by him, were now returning the favor. And for the next five years of his life, Father Damien was loved back as much as he loved his people. On April 15th, 1889, I think, April 15th, Father Damien finally succumbed to leprosy and died. To this day, April 15th is still a statewide mandatory holiday for Hawaii, for all peoples. In 1995, Pope now St. John Paul II beatified Father Damien in his home country back in Belgium. They sent one of his hands, since his body was in Belgium, back to the island to be buried in a grave right beside of the church. So the people who come to visit that place and remember their own ancestors may likewise encounter the gentle touch of this priest who loved them so much. Father Damien, now Saint Damien of Molokai's story, is so powerful to us because it shows us what can happen when someone actually believes, even as a child, and when they commit to giving everything, everything, including their whole life, to the Lord.